You're listening to Madison Votes, the City of Madison Clerk's Office podcast, where we give you an inside look into the voting process and empower you, the Madison voter, with the information you need to feel confident about exercising your right to vote. Our goal at the City Clerk's Office is to ensure every voter in Madison is able to cast a ballot and have that ballot counted. Join us and take a crucial step toward becoming an informed voter right here on Madison Votes. Welcome to the Madison Votes 2020 podcast series. My name is Thomas and I am a Wisconsin certified municipal clerk and one of the 10 team members in the Madison City Clerk's Office who help facilitate the right to vote for the city of Madison. This podcast episode will focus on what UW students need to know. This uh, podcast is really being done over Zoom um, and we'll be talking about COVID of course and that's part of the reason why. So if it sounds a little bit different, that's what's happening. So joining me today are Tamia and Shreya, two UW Madison students and Andrew Goodman Foundation ambassadors. Welcome to both of you. So to start out, could you please tell us about Andrew Goodman and the work that you are doing with the Andrew Goodman Foundation. Absolutely, yeah, I can start. Um, I've been an Andrew Goodman ambassador, and I'm Tamia, by the way. I've been an Andrew Goodman ambassador for about a year and a half now. And so the goal of this organization is to kind of unite college students from across the country around an idea of civic engagement and voting. And it was started in honor of Andrew Goodman, who was a student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison for a short period of time and was killed by members of the Ku Klux Klan while trying to register Black voters in the South. And so for us as students, this organization really just reminds us that people have died for the right for us to have the opportunity to go out and vote. And so for me, it was always so inspiring to try to get involved, to be registering students on our campus and to continue that work that's been done um, with students in coalition across the country. Hi, I'm Shreya. And um, yeah, Tamiya said that so perfectly. And then also just kind of to add on to the types of work that we do on campus. Um, We also run a podcast, which is super cool. Um, It's called Podcast Your Vote. And then um, the goal of that podcast is just to sort of increase voter engagement and turnout among students on campus, um, talking about interesting topics that they would be interested in. And then also um, different voter registration drives, um, running social media campaigns, trying to get people to send in pictures with their absentee or send in pictures of them voting. Um, so different things like that, always just with the goal and um, uh, idea in mind of getting as many people as possible to register, um, and especially those marginalized communities that have um, historically been underrepresented in elections. All right. And Tamia, you are also a Big Ten Voting Challenge intern. Uh, could you tell us about the Big Ten Voting Challenge? Yeah, absolutely. The Big Ten Voting Challenge is a really awesome some opportunity for students to get involved as well. It's a challenge among 14 universities in the Big Ten, and they're all competing to see who can get students to have the highest voter turnout on their campus. And last year, the University of Wisconsin, or in 2018 actually, the University of Wisconsin-Madison came in second place to the University of Minnesota, but we're trying to turn that around. Um, Right now, our voter turnout is surprisingly only 53%, and we have about 39,000 eligible voters on our campus. So it's really crucial for us right now to utilize the data that we have to really target those underrepresented 
represented unaddressed communities like STEM students who might not be getting out to vote or students of color who might just have less access to the polls for whatever reason and try to educate them on the ways that they can become more informed and be more educated. And the challenge really promotes that nonpartisan initiative to get students to exercise their right to vote and also just learn those fundamental ways that you can be an engaged and educated citizen. And Treya, you are also a Wisconsin Union Social Justice Hub core intern. Can you tell us about the Social Justice Hub? Yeah, so the Hub was founded, I think, in 2019. Um, I think at the end of 2019 spring semester. Um, and just the goal of the Hub is to be a hub for social justice and bring together different organizations around campus that are dedicated to that same cause of uplifting the voices of marginalized communities and bringing us all together and um, just talking about the issues that are so prevalent on campus and off. Um, we have different action teams like the Criminal Justice Action Team, which aims to increase um, equity within the criminal justice system and uh, decrease all of the issues and problems within it. Um, I know that they worked a lot with, uh, or at least they were hoping to work a lot with um, the junior detention facilities in Wisconsin. And then also, we also have the voting team, which is ha actually switched over to the Margaret Center um, for Public Service in the form of like vote ambassadors with the League of Women Voters there. But regardless, we um, had the voting team at uh, the hub, which was once again, just another different organization to help get people registered and um, informed about voting. Because I think one thing that's really important to both the Hub and Andrew Goodman Foundation is you can you can get registered to vote, you can order your absentee, but it's not going to matter unless you're educated and excited about voting. That's what's going to get you to the polls. So um, definitely having that core theme of education. Excellent. And the clerk's office has had the pleasure of working with both of you through the Badgers Vote Coalition. So we are honored to provide thousands of UW-Madison students really with their very first voting experience. So let's, let's talk about the first decision students need to make when it comes to voting. And it's really voter residency. Where do they live? Students may choose to vote from their campus address or from their parents' address. And it really is an individual choice. There is no right or wrong answer here. Absolutely. And the next step to register to vote, whether you're at a campus address or your hometown address, is that we have voter registration drives throughout the year and on campus especially, which has been kind of up and down since we um, have gotten back and having COVID. It's really different right now. But we do have these two-minute types of situations where we can just talk to students and guide them through the process. And we're trying to do that virtually now as well. And there will be a big voter registration drive at Peace Park on State Street from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, September 26th. And on Saturday, October 3rd as well. So it's a really great opportunity for students to get involved too. Yep. And that, that will be part of our citywide democracy in the park event. So no matter where you live in Madison, there should be a park nearby. So just look for poll workers. They'll be wearing high visibility vests and standing by a vote here, vote yard sign on either one of those Saturdays. Absolutely, and we should also note that when you're moving into a new dorm or apartment, um, this also requires new registration, which a lot of students aren't aware of. So one of the really important things that we always try to emphasize is that just because you register once, especially as a student, you, you have to do it again. So that is one of the things that we like to emphasize as well. And we should also mention that you need to prove your address when you register to vote, but you can easily do that in the student center of um, your MyUW account. 
And if you have your cell phone on you, you probably have what you need to register to vote as well. The other thing that you would need if you do have one would be your Wisconsin driver's license number or a Wisconsin ID card number. If you don't have a Wisconsin driver's license or Wisconsin ID, you just need the last four digits of your social security number for the registration form. And you can always register to vote at the polls in, on election day in Wisconsin, but it's really a good idea to register early just given the circumstances of the pandemic. So don't let the pandemic stop you from voting. Register early so you have plenty of options available. And then we can all honor Andrew Goodman by encouraging others to register to vote. So if we can talk about voter ID next, you don't need a voter ID for voter registration, but you do need one when you're requesting an absentee ballot or on election day if you're at the polls casting your ballot. Absolutely. And many UW-Madison students are actually already have a Wisconsin driver's license or a Wisconsin ID, which can be used as a voter ID in Wisconsin. And that's a really great advantage for students. But the address on your ID doesn't matter. You just need it to prove who you are. So if your Wisconsin ID has an address from Milwaukee or Green Bay, for example, you can still use it for your Madison address. For sure. And a U.S. passport or military ID would also be acceptable. Um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin voter ID laws um, don't accept driver's license or ID cards from other states, though. If your license or ID card is from another state other than Wisconsin, um, you're definitely going to want to get a voter identification card from the WISCARD office, which you can either go to or email and see if they can send it to you. Absolutely. And this WIS card also, we'd like to mention, does not work as voter ID, but you can get the UW-Madison um, voter identification card, as Shreya was saying, from Union South. And if you got a voter ID from Union South two years ago, it would now be expired, but that's totally okay. You can use an expired UW-Madison voter identification card as long as you get it to show your proof of enrollment, which you can also find in your student center as well. And um, for proof of current enrollment, you could use the enrollment verification letter found in the student center of your MyUW account or you could use your signed um, ASM student bus pass. Yep, and just to reiterate that you go to the WISCARD office to get a WISCARD, but you also go to the WISCARD office to get this student identification voting card. So both are from the same place because someone at my age would find that really confusing. So just saying. So if you go online to myvote.wi.gov to request that the clerk's office mail you an absentee ballot, the site actually prompts you to upload an image of your voter ID. And if you vote absentee in person, you would show your ID to the poll workers at the absentee voting site. And we plan to offer absentee voting in tents on Library Mall, Engineering Mall, on the grassy area east of the UW Natatorium and outside of the Cole Center, all of this beginning on October 20th. Yes, and you can register at any absentee voting site, but again, we highly recommend registering to vote early, so not even a pandemic can stop you from being able to cast your vote. Absolutely. Um, that was definitely an issue for many students last March. Another for students voting in the presidential primary was that they had requested absentee ballots, but suddenly they found that um, that would not be at their address where the ballot was being sent. Um, that's super easy to fix, though. Just contact the clerk's office to give them your updated mailing address. I've emailed the clerk's office so many times and there's a response within a day, so definitely don't worry about it. Thank you. I, I, I feel really good about what we do. <laughs> that's great. And if you're voting absentee by mail, you can track the status of your absentee at myvote.wi.gov, and it will even give you an anticipated delivery date. And in general, we're just asking everybody, if you're doing this by mail, to try to mail back your ballot as soon as possible. 
we really need to receive it by election day in order to count it. So if we can, I'd like to talk a bit about voting at the polls on election day itself. Absolutely. Before heading to the polls, students especially will want to look up their polling place for their address. You can find that at www.cityofmadison.com slash where do I vote. Uh, City of Madison residents can vote at any absentee voting site, um, but on election day, you can only vote at the polling place that serves your ward. Um, your polling place will have ballots listing the offices, candidates, and referenda for which you are eligible to vote. For sure. And if you're already registered to vote, you can also state your name and your address for the poll book. You'll show your voter ID. And if you still need to register, you'll need to fill out a registration form. We're really lucky in Wisconsin that we can register on the same day of the election. So that's definitely an advantage. But in addition to that, you'll show your proof of address and show your voter ID. And then the poll workers will assign you a voter number. Um, that's how they count how many voters they had for each ward. Um, and then they'll give you a voter slip that you will exchange for your ballot. After that, the poll workers will then write you a ward number on your ballot and then will initial the ballot as well. And nothing on the ballot indicates that it is yours. You will be casting a secret ballot as well. Um, and to mark the ballot, use a blue or black ballpoint pen to fill in the oval next to the candidates of your choice. Um, you will insert your ballot into a tabulator to be counted and you can place it in the input tray um, in any orientation, face up, head down, head first, or feet first. <laughs> so uh, just wait for the screen to display your ballot has been counted and thank you for voting. And then you get an I voted sticker, which is definitely people's favorite part. We would also recommend signing up to be a poll worker. It is so much fun and you get to facilitate the right to vote for your fellow Badgers, your fellow students, and you'll be paid $21.79 an hour on election day. And I've worked the polls every election since I've been on campus freshman year, and it's always been a really positive and wonderful experience to see how the process plays out. I've read the little closing the polls statement at the end of the day, which is always fun. And, and also you just meet a lot of wonderful people who also care about democracy just as much as you and you're getting paid so all around it's a it's a wonderful experience and I, I definitely would recommend it to anyone who's interested um and I actually haven't worked the polls yet but I am signed up I signed up through power of the polls um for the November 3rd election and I'm super jazzed about it um to me always talks about what a cool experience it's been and especially in the last um election she was saying how there were so many young people working which is really exciting since um we want to see young people engage with democracy and um what we do here so yeah I'm very excited and I also just want to briefly mention that there is a national poll worker shortage. So this is more than necessary. Like this is the most necessary it's ever been for people to volunteer and give their time to this effort. The process of voting is so dependent on having enough poll workers to work your polling location. And I'm someone who is from Milwaukee where we had five polling locations in April after the coronavirus pandemic kind of forced us into having an election where no other states were having them. And people were going out to the polls even though people were getting sick and the infection rates were high. And a lot of the reason why there were so many people standing in line for hours and hours was simply because there weren't enough poll workers to staff the locations in the state or in my city. And so I think we need to recognize that poll working, you know, it just doesn't happen magically. People don't pop up at the polls just to serve you. It's definitely a service that you can do for your community. So I just wanted to emphasize that it's so necessary to get people to work as well. Mm, thank you. Yep. I just traditionally, certainly in Wisconsin, poll workers tend to be people who have retired. And when you're in the middle of a pandemic where that is the most at risk population, 
they're not going to go. It, it's, it's literally risking their lives. So that's part of the reason we have a shortage where typically we'd be okay, you know, but we're also always pushing to get our election workers sort of profile to more accurately resemble who votes. And so we want it to be people of every age range for sure. So you can sign up to be a poll worker at cityofmadison.com slash EO. That's the letters EO like election official. Because if you do the work, that's what you are. You are an election official. So thank you, Shreya and Tamia, for providing us with really helpful information. And for more information, visit vote.wisc.edu or visit our website at cityofmadison.com slash clerk and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at MadisonWIClerk. Um, any last words before we thank everybody for listening? Please, please vote. It is so, so important. So thank you all for listening. We're so excited. Go vote. Go order your absentee. Think of the November 3rd election as October 14th or whatever that date is. Go vote early. Um, do everything you can to get that vote in get, and counted. And thank you. Thank you both. That's our episode today on Madison Votes. Thank you for listening and taking steps to learn more about the voting process in Madison. For more information, head over to our clerk's office website at cityofmadison.com clerk, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MadisonWIClerk. We're always here for you to ensure that Madison votes. <laughs>